0: This episode of News Dump is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. Is anyone really that surprised to find out that President Donald Trump hates the troops? Fake news. Our veterans. Fake news. And especially those who were wounded in battle? Very fake news. Now, this is in no way shocking to us, but hopefully it's something that finally is shocking to people who, for whatever reason, support him because of how much he loves our military. He does frequently yell about uh, how athletes disrespect the troops by kneeling for the flag quite often, so surely he must love the troops a lot, because if he didn't, why that would be hypocritical of him. Yeah, and Trump, hypocritical? I don't think so. The man has a code of honor. (laughs) Uh, And look, before you start commenting about how this is all fake news like Elliot just did, just listen, it's an election year, we're getting a lot of spam comments uh, in these videos, so just... Shut up for a second. We'll get to the confirmations in a bit. Let's get to the
1: story first, okay? Yes, let's get to that story. Mm-hmm. So this all started with a recent article in The Atlantic. Liberal fake news. <laughs> <laughs> you got to stop because people don't know if you're joking or not. I'm joking. Mm-hmm. All that, like, Welcome to the right resistance, Elliot. The Atlantic, uh, you might not think so, but it's a fairly conservative outlet. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it actually, actually it started way before that. Uh, I mean, we all knew that Trump was a draft dodger who used bone spurs and his daddy's money power and influence to get out of potentially serving his country in the Vietnam Vietnam War. It was what, like four deferments? Mm-hmm. Five? But magically those bone spurs went away. Yeah, you know, the bones, they, they retracted. Yeah. It happens. And yeah, we've known for a long time how he felt about uh, the troops simply based on His various comments about John McCain, Uh, he famously stated that he didn't respect the man because he was caught and tortured by the North Vietnamese. I like the guys that don't get captured. Mm -hmm. Um, But proof of his disdain for the troops as a whole was exposed this week, thanks to that Atlantic article, which reported that, among other things, Trump had said that Americans who died in war are losers. And suckers. So this all seems to have
0: stemmed from his trip to France back in 2018, where he was supposed to visit an American cemetery to pay his respects. He famously backed out of the event, blaming the inability to attend on the rain and claiming that it was because the helicopter couldn't fly, despite the fact that they could have easily driven there, as other leaders had done. The Secret Service was like, we have the route. It's fine. It's a 40-mile drive. No big deal. We can get you there. Still no. At the
1: time, I remember them being... The, the, the rumor, or the joke was that he didn't want rain getting on his hair. Yes. Yeah. From the article, Trump rejected the idea of the visit
0: because he feared his hair would become disheveled in the rain, and because he did not believe it important to honor American war dead. He really paired the lead there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> according This is according to four people with firsthand knowledge of the discussion that day. In a conversation with senior staff members on the morning of the scheduled visit, Trump said, why should I go to that cemetery? It's filled with losers. Losers. <sighs> In a separate conversation on the same trip, Trump referred to the more than 1,800 Marines who lost their lives at Below Wood as suckers for getting killed. Fucking brutal. If the troops are so great, why do they keep dying? It's it's only laughable because of how outrageous the terms he used to describe people
1: that served their fucking country. Yeah, um, and didn't have a choice about Losers it. and suckers. Like World War II, Vietnam, like we had a draft for all yeah. those. Like these are people uh, yeah, and so the the below wood thing, I didn't know about this, but uh apparently in the Marines, that's like, you know, one of their most important sort of uh, you know, origin stories. It was this battle in World War 1. Um I don't know the details of it, but it's like it's a very important event in like U.S. Marine Corps history. No, 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 no. The ones who went there and died were suckers. Yeah.
0: Suckers and losers.
1: (laughs) Why didn't they just not die? You stupid.
0: Yeah. Well, Uh, the whole... All of this, apparently, and with multiple people that we'll get to confirming the fact is, like... Tr- uh, Trump just can't He can't understand. grasp anything that's not transactional So he can't understand like, why someone would sacrifice their life for their country He doesn't understand why anyone would do anything for any other reason than money These are all things that have been verified throughout
1: his presidency yeah, and life There was some part about how like he like would constantly bring up with his various generals in his cabinet mm-hmm. and he's like Why would you do this? Like, you could be making so much money out in the private sector. Uh, He visited the grave of John John Kelly's Kelly's son. son. And he's just like, why would he do this? Yeah, he was like, why would you do that? And like John Kelly at first was like, well, uh, first he thought he meant like something about sacrifice. He was trying to like (laughs) rationalize it. He was trying to say something nice. No one could be that much of a piece of shit. Turns out he was. Yeah. Anyway, the reporting goes on to confirm Trump's just kind of insane, unhinged hatred of John McCain, saying that, quote, when McCain died in August 2018, Trump told his senior staff, according to three sources with direct knowledge of this event, quote, we're not going to support that loser's funeral. And uh, he became furious, according to witnesses, when he saw flags lowered to half-staff. What the fuck are we doing that for? Guy was a fucking loser, the president told aides. Uh, yeah, well, it's a lot to take in. I mean, and I fucking hated John McCain. Yeah, I didn't like I, his policies. Not a fan of him at all. But I, he I,
0: certainly deserves some sort of respect for surviving yeah. in a fucking North uh, North Vietnamese torture camp for five years. Well, he, and he did do he did. Sacrifice. He wouldn't have ended up in that camp if he hadn't been
1: such a terrible fucking pilot.
0: <laughs> okay, but he did say uh, that the the story goes that he would not. Let them let him go until all of his men were able to get let go.
1: Fine. Yes, that's true. Listen, I, me, I support truth. Yeah, I mean, I put me in a POW camp, I would have probably just fucking killed myself. So, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Okay, that's Elliot. Finally, he admits it, it everyone. Yeah. No. Uh, anyways, in response to the Atlantic's reporting, a White House spokesperson stated, This report is false. President Trump holds the military in the highest regard. And President Trump himself, speaking to reporters late Thursday, said, I would be willing to swear on anything that I never said that about our fallen heroes. There is nobody that respects them more. So I just think it's a horrible, horrible thing.
0: Yeah, in addition to that, he spoke specifically about the accusations regarding the things he'd said about John McCain, saying within multiple tweets, I never called John a loser and swear on whatever or whoever I was asked to swear on that I never called our great fallen soldiers anything other than heroes. This is more made-up fake news given by disgusting and jealous figures in a disgraceful attempt to influence the 2020 election. Uh, so there you go. He, uh, Trump says he never called John McCain a loser. Uh, except he did, and it's on film. Also on Twitter. Yes. There's like a great side-by-side tweets.
1: Uh, mm. yeah. Back
0: in 2015, while campaigning to become president, he very much called McCain a loser. Here's
1: the clip. So I never liked him as much after that, because I don't like losers.
0: Now, Well, did he, though? <laughs> okay, to be fair. Deep fakes. Deep, to be fair, there's a lot of people out there that would just be like, well, someone obviously faked a tweet. This is... Uh, A video harder to fake. They can do a lot of things with CGI these days. And to be fair, we don't want you to think that we're taking his calling John McCain a loser out of context and claim that we're fake news. So yeah, look, he was clearly in this scenario talking about McCain losing his own presidential bid, but he still called him a loser, and and unless you think there was no disrespect for McCain's service for his country, seconds later, Trump denies that he's a war hero and then says that people only consider him a war hero because he was captured by the enemy and tortured. Then utters the now infamous quote, I like people that weren't captured.
1: But, but Frank, He's Frank, let me get hero. to it. He hit me. Hero. He's not a war He's hero. War hero. He's a war Five hero. Five and a half years. He's a, a war hero because he was captured. I like people that weren't captured. Okay, I hate to tell you. And everybody knows the fucking quote. He repeated it a bunch. That's why this new thing. I'm like, this is bad. And I don't know. It seems like more people are disgusted by it. But it's like he. It's not shocking. He said all this shit four years ago. Well,
0: I, I, guess, I guess for some reason, I guess people can compartmentalize it by assuming that, yeah, he, for whatever reason, really didn't like John McCain. Probably because of the, I believe it was the healthcare vote that John McCain was like the one person who was able to shut the whole thing down uh, in the early stages of his presidency. But he was talking shit about
1: John C- McCain yeah, well before he, that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, um, it's weird.
0: But when he literally calls the entirety of fallen soldiers suckers and losers. Yeah. I think that I guess stands out to that can uh, emotionally affect anyone who has ever served and their families yeah. and the families
1: of the fallen soldiers. I mean, even like there's a lot of soldiers who got out of the military and are now pretty anti-war, but even those people probably know people who didn't make it back. Mm-hmm. Like this is offensive to, to everyone everyone. <laughs> everyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh anyway, cut to today where the country has had almost A full news day to digest these shocking news that, oh my gosh, Trump is kind of a dipshit. And, uh, you know, he has no respect for literally anyone, including those who have served in the military, regardless of whether or not they made it back alive, injured, or were killed in action. Mm -hmm. Um, Turns out, despite both the White House and Trump himself vehemently denying the claims made and quotes used in the Atlantic article, people who were there have confirmed that he did say those words think those things, and simply didn't want to go to the cemetery in Paris to pay his respects to those losers. And (laughs) since people will just assume these reports are just being confirmed by other losers who are trying to hurt his poll numbers, well, let's just check in with Fox News on this one. Their their national security correspondent, Jennifer Griffin, uh, she said the following on air on Friday. I've spoken with two senior U.S. officials who,
0: uh, all right, you know what, we might get copyright claimed for this, but... uh, It's important. We should just show you the actual clip from Fox News so it hits harder instead of having us read it Mm -hmm. and have it appear as though any validity is removed. You can show this to your parents instead of just hearing it from us. Here's the clip.
2: John, I've spoken with two senior US officials who were on the trip to France, who confirmed to me key details in the Atlantic article and the quotes attributed to the president. My source, a former Trump administration official, told me when the president spoke about the Vietnam War, he said it was a stupid war. Anyone who went was a sucker. The president would say about American veterans, what's in it for them? They don't make any money. The source said it was a character flaw of the president. He could not understand why someone would die for their country, not worth it. Regarding the French trip to mark the end of World War I, according to this former official, the president was not in a good mood. French President Macron had said something that made him mad. He questioned why he had to go to two cemeteries. Why do I have to do two? His staff explained he could cancel, but he was warned, they, the press, are going to kill you for this. The president was mad as a hornet when they did, according to this source. When asked if the president could have driven to the Marne Cemetery, this former official said confidently that there was not a security reason to not to drive to the cemetery, which was about 40 miles from Paris, Quote, the president drives a lot. The other world leaders drove to the cemeteries. He just didn't want to go regarding the president's July 4th military parade planning during a planning session at the White House. After seeing the Bastille Day parade in 2017, President Trump said regarding the inclusion of wounded guys, quote, that's not a good look. Americans don't like that. Regarding Senator McCain, the president, according to this source, just hated John McCain. He always asked, why do you see him as a hero? Two sources confirmed the president did not want the flags lowered after McCain died, but others in the White House ordered them at half-mast. There was a standoff and then the president relented.
1: Wait a second, that's just MSNBC with the Fox logo put over it. You can't fool me. Excuse me, Elliot, it's actually pronounced MSDNC. (laughs) Got him. (laughs) Uh, yeah, in addition to that, one of his weird alibis about not being able to visit the cemetery was uh, that he called home to Melania back in the States to say that he was upset that he couldn't make it to the cemetery. Well, well, yeah. I mean, if he's upset that he couldn't make it, to, then I obviously... Was, yeah, I was so upset that I called my wife back home in America to be like, Melania, it's just so unfortunate. I, I was so looking forward to going to the cemetery, but I can't because it's raining. Anyways, bye, Melanie. Helicopter, <laughs> helicopter, don't go brr yeah. in the rain. But uh, it turns out, uh uh-oh, Melania was actually on that trip to France with him the whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then who was phone, Mr. Trump? Who
0: was phone? Who was phone? Anyways, before we get into the rest of this episode with our standard entertainment news updates, let's take a quick second to tell you about today's sponsor, Omaha Steaks. Now, our typical summer might have been taken away from us this year. It's sad. But there's still one tradition we've been able to maintain through this very strange year. Cooking up a wide variety of
1: delicious, high-quality meats, thanks to our friends at Omaha Steaks. Guess what, though? There's still time to hit the grill like the barbecue master that you are. Because right now, Omaha Steaks is offering a steakhouse grilling package with an exclusive offer just for our viewers. Mm -hmm. You go to omahasteaks.com, enter the code NEWSDUMP into the search bar, and this week, Omaha Steaks will add four burgers and four gourmet jumbo franks free with your order called the Grand Summer Grill Out Package. It lets you stay at home and eat like you're at the best steakhouse in town. We're talking Omaha Steaks, bacon wrapped filet mignon, mm. plus pork chops, chicken, kielbasa, and more. Delivered right to your door. Smoky sweet bacon, fork tender filet mignon, all for much less than going out to a restaurant. Every Omaha Steaks order is flash-frozen, vacuum-sealed, and safely delivered to your door in a cooler with dry ice so the meat stays fresher than fresh.
0: So order the Grand Summer Grill Out package now, and you'll also get those four Jumbo Franks and four Omaha Steaks burgers for free to complete that steakhouse experience. Visit omahasteaks.com, type in news dump, all one word, into the search bar to shop Summer Grill Packs today. All right, now uh, let's get back to it with some news from the world of entertainment.
1: So, turns out one of the craziest-sounding movies filled with an all-star cast that is going to be released this year wasn't even on our radar. And that's because it was originally made for release mm, nearly 40 years ago and hasn't seen the light of day since. Until now. Yes. The film is called Grizzly 2 and stars actual young versions of George Clooney, Laura Dern, and Charlie Sheen, who are terrorized by a 16-foot-tall devil bear while attending an electro-rock music festival. This is all sounding incredible. Yeah. Obviously. And it's made even better by the fact that there is some mystery surrounding this film. Yeah. I mean, those are huge actors. It's a sequel to a movie that was at least successful enough to warrant a sequel. So, what happened? And why is it only being released now? Well,
0: now to be fair, it was it was filmed in uh, filmed in 82 or 83. It was supposed to be released in 83. So, all these actors, they were nobody's back then except yeah. Charlie Sheen's dad was famous. Right. So, uh, yeah, they weren't really on the radar as much. So, I I think it was one of George Clooney's first films. Uh, Yeah. So anyways, uh, just crazy happenstance that all three of them happened to be in the movie. And apparently they weren't even like the main characters. They were very much side characters. that makes sense. Uh, So first off, uh, a little bit more about that bear, because that's what you're all interested in. Mm -hmm. From an article about the long lost film from The Ringer, quote... The bear was a high-tech terror with lifelike claws and jaws and covered with real fur. A team of effects whizzes had spent almost half a year building this perfect beast before finally delivering it to a wide, leafy park outside Budapest. That's where the bear was to star in one of the most ambitious movies ever semi-made. So apparently the filming of this movie, it took place in the midst of the Cold War, uh, while, quote, Soviet tanks hid in the distance and secret police looked on. Uh, but it, as quickly as it all started, the film fell apart. Less than 24 hours after Grizzly 2 began shooting, the movie's American producer inexplicably vanished along with the money that he had raised.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah. After that, the production was able to resume because an American surgeon flew to Hungary to invest in it, yeah. apparently stating that if the bear is real, if the concert is real, if the movie is real, then I will invest. Uh, one of the remaining producers on the project, Suzanne Nagy, who had been forced to take over, quote gave the doctor a tour of the now-trampled festival grounds and took him to see the 16-foot mechanical bear. <laughs> Afterwards, he immediately agreed to wire the production about $500,000. like That's like a million dollars by yeah. today's money. So uh, he was impressed. It's like, cool. You got it. You're filming a, a monster movie with a giant bear in the Soviet Union. And you, During you, the Cold War. And your old producer just skipped town with your entire budget. I'm in. Exactly. I like a good risk. Uh,
0: Also, the uh, festival grounds had been trampled because apparently, according to Tales, 40,000 Hungarians showed up to be a part of the movie as extras for the music festival Hollywood
1: movie, shoot them down
0: here! (laughs) Put the car in H and let's go! Yeah,
1: that's amazing.
0: (laughs) This car gets 10 hectares on every gallon of kerosene.
1: Anyway, long, interesting story short. The movie did somehow get filmed, though not entirely finished by any means, but close. And then whatever did exist in the movie just sat abandoned since 1983
0: in in a Soviet uh, nuclear bunker. uh, Probably. (laughs) Uh, Well, that all changed this year. The producer who had to take over the duties from the dude who just left town, uh, she finished editing the film together uh, using stock footage to piece scenes together. Oh, good. And and that's apparently because... Apparently, uh, there wasn't much of the bear in this movie because there was a violent onset accident within the first... Usage of the bear. Okay. Apparently n- not anything like deadly or anything, but uh, there was a small explosion. People did get hurt, so they were like, "All right, we're gonna go back and perfect this bear." And by the time the rest of the filming's done, we'll have the bear ready and we'll film the bear scenes. That didn't happen. Should have just gotten a real
1: bear, like, uh, like
0: roar. Another <laughs> movie that took decades to come out. This is why you don't make movies with animals. That was Lions, I think, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't film movies with with animals. Just just look up Roar, the movie. It's like the fucking craziest shit.
0: So what I assume is that the stock footage that was used to complete this is actual bear footage. You would hope. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, she used the stock footage to piece scenes together. Grizzly 2 The Revenge, which is what it's now called, okay. is apparently releasing, for the first time ever, this fall straight to streaming platform. Sounds like shit. I know. This movie sounds like it's going to be horrible, but the story behind it and the actors who have almost certainly long forgotten that they'd even starred in yeah. it, it, it makes it kind of interesting. <laughs> if, it's as, if it's half as good as Roar, count me in. Uh, so, yeah, also, you absolutely need to read the full story behind this film over at The Ringer because we barely scratched the surface the link to that article is down in the description i'm gonna fix my hair it's really fucking annoying it's warm long, here long hair sucks get us 200 000 subs so i can cut it yeah
1: we need you yeah moving on though summer is slowly but surely coming to a close though you can't really tell yeah and for the most part we're all still kind of stuck indoors with not a lot to do or at least we should be because there's certainly a decent amount of people just out and about like nothing's wrong Mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of the highly anticipated video game titles like Cyberpunk have been continuously delayed and uh, the biggest movies that were supposed to have already been released are now just starting to finally come out Uh, some like Mulan you'll have to pay a premium price for uh, and some like Tenet You might just have to risk your life to see. Mm -hmm. But if for some reason you're looking for a nice, cheap, lengthy list of things to watch in order to keep passing time during what is one of the worst years of an entire generation, uh, Netflix does have you covered. Yeah,
0: so for anyone who's for some reason never had Netflix or maybe pulled back on subscription services because of everything that's happened this year, the company now has a page set up uh, so that you can watch some of their shows and movies completely for free. Over on their watch free section, you'll find that find episodes of Love Is Blind, Stranger Things, Our Planet, Grace and Frankie, and then there's movies like Bird Box, Murder Mystery, and The Two Popes. Now it's it's not much yet. I hopefully they put up more because yeah. they have a lot of stuff that they could uh, promo and get try to get people to subscribe with. Uh, put put an episode or two of BoJack on there. I've been watching that recently. It's fantastic. But uh, hey, it's a handful of hours of content and it's absolutely free. in, in case you're somehow Starved of content right now. Although we do enough for you every week. Yeah, you got hours of us every week.
1: Hours. Mm -hmm. What are you complaining about? I
0: am excited. There's a movie coming out next week with uh, Robert Pattinson and Spider Man, and it's apparently about. It's a. The book is extremely fucked up. So, uh, the uh, everyone, including me, are are hoping that the movie is as fucked up. What's it called? I can't remember. Something about the devil. Okay. Yeah. Pattinson, by the way, he's got the COVID. (laughs) (laughs) So does Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, really? Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his family. Mm, Damn. And he's not blaming the other family, but apparently in an interview said that, like, yeah, we hung out with another family who claimed that they'd been safe, too, and we got it from them, but he's, like, giving them the benefit of the doubt. Nobody, if you're asymptomatic or you've just gotten it, you don't know. People go to the fucking grocery store. You have to go to the grocery store. You have to go see your doctor if you have a reason to. There's... It, there's plenty of excuses as to why you would contract this. So very nice of The Rock to mm-hmm. you know give them the benefit of the doubt. He didn't catch it on set or something like that. Yeah, that's but nice. Anyways,
1: but hey, maybe you actually are curious about the theater-going experience here in the new normal. You should probably just continue to wait. But uh, I don't know. In case you're wondering, one of our viewers and someone that we've shared a beer with when we were in Canada a few years back, up in. Cold-ass fucking Winnipeg. Mm. Uh, Jefferson, he recently went to go see Chris Nolan's Tenet in a real-life indoor movie theater last week and uh, has so far survived to tell the tale. So let's just read what he said about the experience. I was
0: there 10 minutes before showtime. The place was dead. A couple of people working the doors and concession area. To my surprise, the theater was nearly sold out. There were 36 seats available with seating spread out with either one row in front and behind empty and seats sold in pairs with two empty seats between each pair. So spacing-wise, it was good. Approximately two meters, or seven feet, between anyone. During a moment of quiet in the movie, someone coughed and at least half the crowd let out a (laughs) gasp. I mean, great for horror movies. Uh, Most people were wearing masks and all the staff were.
1: If it wasn't for the fact that I've been dying to see a new movie and I love Nolan films, I wouldn't have considered going. After going and seeing what was done, I feel fairly safe having gone. However, I'm not in a hurry to return to a theater as I realized if someone was coughing up a storm during a loud part of the movie, no one would know. As for the film itself, I would say it's not the best of Nolan's films, but it was certainly entertaining and one that requires two viewings to fully grasp. Double risk. Overall, I would recommend people wait for home release unless you are a huge fan of really loud action and the home experience won't cut it. Yeah, so... Great.
0: Uh, there you go. Precautions, they were taken. He felt safe. The movie was fine. Uh, I've seen this from multiple reviews and people on Twitter and stuff saying like, oh, the movie requires multiple viewings. Uh, someone on Twitter said that their friends drove to Vegas to go see it because California obviously can't, can't yeah. have movie theaters open uh, and and drove back to see it again. So this movie, it, you, you're not risking your life once to see it, at least twice.
1: Hmm. I mean, I'm very excited to see it. It sucks that I can't see it. Yes. But I'm, I'm not going to fucking Vegas. Yeah. Also, I'd, I'd feel probably a lot safer in a Canadian movie theater than a U.S. one.
0: That is another uh, point <laughs> to, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good thing to point out. Because,
1: like, I mean, there's there's crazy, terrible people in every country, as we've seen. But yeah. I think in Canada, I would feel just a little safer. Well, I'd also, their numbers
0: more... aren't as uh, expansive as ours yeah, are. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Exactly. Anyways, it is good to hear.
0: I mean, we're still really not willing to take that risk. Absolutely Even if theaters were to open
1: here in California. But although a lot of states have started offering, you can pay like $300 to get the theater for yourself. Which I think is a cool idea. Yeah. And like that one, like you get like, I don't know, 10 people spread out across the theater. It's worth it. It's a great deal. Yeah.
0: Everyone pays in. Mm -hmm. Go see your tenant. But you can't do it in California. Can't do it in here. We looked into it. We were like, what if me and you just rented it just for ourselves? Yeah. To review Tenet, everyone would be very jealous, first of all. That's the main reason we'd do it. But second of all, because it would work on the show. But we couldn't do it. No theater is even allowed to just have two people in it. So, Anyways, we do understand that some people out there are weighing their options and might go out to see the movies. I mean, literally in a lot of states, the government's saying it's okay. And we understand that people are going to utilize this Ability. Uh We do wish you the best. We hope that nothing goes wrong. I mean, we honestly, we hope we're overreacting about everything. That would be the best case scenario either way we should just once again warn you that even if you have it and have no symptoms you could also easily pass the virus to someone who could actually suffer greatly or die from it Uh, it's not a joke we're kind of just stuck till after a vaccine gets approved and that's after the vaccine goes through extensive clinical trials not a miracle cure but things are looking good on that front there's a lot of stage three clinical trials happening right now specifically that oxford study Mm -hmm. so that's good and uh, we don't anticipate it being released this year, even though Trump said so. And I think his like top coronavirus guy also came back and was like, "I think he spoke a little out of turn." And even him.
1: if it does get released, you and me won't qualify for a vaccine mm-hmm. for quite a while after, because yeah. like in order to roll it out worldwide, it's pri- they're prioritizing healthcare workers and the elderly yeah, first, which is
0: what they should be doing. Yeah, um, but so, we'll find a guy in Beverly Hills. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there's always a way, especially in California.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, it is nice to see some sort of light at the end of the tunnel yeah that's nice to, to we're getting to fall it's gonna cool down things it summer has fucking sucked it's been too hot on top of everything yeah else.
1: hot and you just really can't do much yeah like you can go to the beach i guess but it yeah. sucks or go to the park and it's fucking packed every park yeah. is full of people like i said you just i go
0: on my walks Although I live in the valley, so it's like there's nothing good to look at except for car repair the shops. The blocks
1: are each like a quarter mile long. Yeah, yeah. My,
0: my beautiful view consists of uh, car repair shops, mm-hmm. uh, closed down restaurants. Liquor stores that look like creepy cl- clowns. clowns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, listen, it's going to it's gonna cool off here soon, I hope. Yeah. But uh, until then, stay safe out there. Uh, uh, by the way, if you're looking at Mulan, Apparently it's going to be free or not in free included on Disney Plus in, oh. in November December. Oh, in November. So if you want to pay the thirty dollars now, whatever. Yeah. But uh, you could also wait, which is what I'm hoping to do, unless my wife makes me get it. And then it doesn't have the dragon in it. Who yeah. cares? And I heard they took a lot, a lot of the songs out. It's just very serious. Yeah. Anyways, uh, in the meantime, we have some more free content for you over here. More than Netflix even. We got a whole back catalog. Yeah, take that, Netflix. But uh, check out our most recent episode of Tech News Day right here, and then an episode from earlier in the week, and we will see you very soon for Weekly Weird News.
1: Thank you for your service. Bye. You're not
0: a loser. Bye.